0: How can we grow thriving creative businesses without constantly hustling, sacrificing our mind, body, and creativity, or living a life where the fear of where the next client or customer will come from keeps us up at night, or disconnected from our family, friends, and passions? This show is going to answer those questions. My name is Naftala Roberts, and I specialize in helping true creatives like yourself those simple, strategic, and thriving creative businesses. Thank you so much for joining us today. Let's jump on in. I'm going to be honest with y'all. There's a part of my business that at times I avoid. I try not to avoid, and I have gotten way better at it, but it's something that makes me feel uncomfortable. And so, like many of us, maybe we avoid it. I, like I said, I've gotten way better at this, and I am probably okay where I'm at now. But the area where I... Find myself avoiding, which is why I invited our guests today on, is the area of bookkeeping. Actually exciting because like our guest talks about today, bookkeeping and knowing your numbers is highly essential. If you're going to be running any sort of business, it's essential because how can you run a business if you don't know what the numbers say? So I'm just coming on to say, please don't turn this off in attempts to not feel bad because I get it. I feel bad sometimes about how I am not like there's people that are up to date on their bookkeeping like every single week and I am not that person. So I don't want you to run away. But what I do want you to do is I want you to listen to the wealth of knowledge that This amazing lady that we have coming on our show today is sharing. Our guest today is Diana Torres, and she is going to really, really talk about some of the essential bookkeeping and accounting practices that need to be happening in order for you to be having a thriving, creative business. This conversation gets real fun. We have a lot of fun conversations, but at its core, it's super essential. So whether you are right at the beginning, just coming up with an idea and you're like, oh, how do we even do bookkeeping and accounting? It's not my jam. I am a maker. I don't like numbers. I get you. I feel you. Math and me are not friends. That's why there are calculators. That's why there are bookkeepers. That's why there are accountants. So we break that all down for y'all. But even if you're farther in your business and you like me, maybe have avoided setting up a really succinct bookkeeping process um, because of some of your feelings about money, I'm going to encourage you go grab a cup of coffee if you're me or if you're someone else then you like the tea or some water or some bubbly water. Just go get what you need to get, get comfy, pull out some paper and dive into today's episode. Hello, hello. I am so pumped to have you here today. So before we dive into all things bookkeeping and taxes and money and all of our very favorite topic to run away from. Can you tell our audience a little bit about who you are and what you do and what you love?
1: Yes. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Diana A. Torres. I help mompreneurs remove their bookkeeping chaos and put more cash in their pockets. That is Just the gist of what I do, I am considered, I guess, an educator because I am so active in the mompreneur scene where I help educate you all things bookkeeping and taxes. A lot of the times uh, you end up wearing so many hats, it gets so chaotic for you, and you kind of forget that bookkeeping is important, right? (laughs) And then comes tax time and you're like oh no, what do I do? And you have a shoebox full of receipts and you're like, does this, this work? And you put it in front of a tax professional. says, so and like, there you go, do your magic, you know? So I help kind of navigate you through that either by actually doing it for you or working one-on-one with you just so you can do it yourself. So that's pretty much what I do.
0: That's awesome. And what do you love outside of the taxes and the books?
1: What do I love outside of taxes and books? Uh, I actually love spending. I have a huge family. So I have my amazing, supportive husband um, who has his own business. I help him run that. And then I have, we have three kids together, and they range from 13, they're all like about six years apart. So 13, eight, and two and a half. And then we have three dogs. So, yeah, you are busy. So I am very, very, very busy. I love, I love that. That is my, I think my greatest passion is to just do things with them. They're, they're very umbunctious Like just, oh, amazing. Like I can't even talk about them. Like I can, we could have this whole thing about them.
0: <laughs> I'm sure we could. And then other episodes, maybe we will. But let's dive in because I'm sure everyone is like maybe me or, you know, some of my clients. And we have a variety of different feelings and thoughts and practices and processes around doing our books and getting ready for tax time, which is coming up if you haven't already done it. But let's just start at the very, very, very beginning. If you... A creative is either doing freelancing and or running their own business. What are some of the main things? I know there's lots of categories and all of that, and we can't get into all of that, but what are some of the main things they need to be thinking about throughout the year that kind of prep all year long for tax time?
1: I would definitely say um, your receipts, like, Pay attention to your expenses, because a lot of the times these are tax deductible, so you don't Mm -hmm. want to lose out on this. A lot of people don't know what's tax deductible, and I say, when in doubt, save the receipt. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm really huge uh, about that. Um, And then trying to keep up with your bookkeeping. Even if you just do it quarterly, you can get down to... It it, it goes down to a science. Literally, it could take you 20 minutes a month if you just just do it consistently. Just 20 minutes a month to keep up with your bookkeeping uh, will save you so much time and money. What I find out is if you're not organized with it, you can be losing out on thousands of dollars when it comes to tax time. I've seen it firsthand.
0: Yeah, yeah, so just doing that. Okay, so if I am a typical creative which I am and I'm married to one, doing the books is anxiety producing. Maybe it's anxiety producing because you feel like you don't really understand money, so it feels scary. Maybe it's anxiety producing because you've been burned. I know you and I were talking about some of our, my husband and I's crazy stories with bookkeepers and CPAs and really feeling like we weren't kind of supported and like things got messed up. So like, I think we avoid because of that. Um, We're just like, oh, we don't have to know that there's something going wrong. If we avoid it, we don't really practice that, but we (laughs) feel it. And then also there's just, there are so many like gray areas or red flags and we're like, oh, how do we do this? So I know you are like, the expert and like not only working with mompreneurs, but just like the creative at heart. So here's the question. Okay. So what is a really good way? What do people need to do if they were like, okay, this year I'm going to commit staying on top of things. We all talk about like morning routines and evening routines and all this. So what's like the core to having a really good pattern or routine around this like what does that involve because i think my brain goes to like i have to do all these things and i don't have time for it so break it down for us like what what's that practice
1: so i like i said in the previous question even 20 minutes a month like once a month take 20 minutes of your time to dedicate to just your bookkeeping and the simplest way to do that is literally going to your bank statement Mm-hmm. Downloading your bank statement in a CSV file, which is like an Excel format, and literally just going through it and organizing it in a way that's going to keep it categorized specifically for your business okay so a lot of creatives they're going to have a lot of different things whether it's to coaching or whether it's to products that they sell and you want to be specific on each one so everything that comes in or out of your business that's on that new spreadsheet that you just created and all you have to do is download it right right from your bank account mm-hmm. you can literally put a little a slot down just it's own line, and just put category and create a category for each and every one of those and it automatically totals there for you. You already know what's coming in and out, um, I have some, just to throw it out there, Have an amazing worksheet that you can use alongside that that can keep it nice and organized for you so you know what your cash flow looks like. And that's all you want to do. You want to just literally take 20 minutes of your time, break it all down, look at your money because if you don't know what your money looks like,
0: Mm -hmm. guess
1: what? You can lose out so much on a business that could be so profitable, but it's not because you're not focused on what your numbers are. If you don't know what your numbers are, you don't know what your business is.
0: Yes. Talk more about that. So (laughs) what, okay. What have you seen? You've been in the backside of businesses, you know. So like, I think all of us can hear that and we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't know what your numbers are, you don't know your business. But what does that actually mean? Like, what is the, like, what does that mean practically speaking? Like maybe just tell us about not a real person, but like, let's make someone up. That's maybe like, a mixture, a lot of people that you've worked with in that dynamic.
1: Oh, absolutely. I have bunches of stories with the Jane Doe's and, you know, all these, (laughs) it is amazing how it's almost like I literally could probably put like three or four categories together and everyone fits in those categories of the, just the things that just go on
0: Okay, so. let's let's hear those categories and let's figure out where we all fit.
1: I would say a majority of it is, you know, people are bringing in money and they're spending it right away into things that they believe is going to help their business. A lot of creatives tend to go with an emotional mm-hmm. set, so they mm-hmm. they jump into something with this emotional excitement about something that they just get really passionate about it and they're just like, oh, I need to buy this. This is going to be so amazing for my business. Mm -hmm. It's going to help me. It's going to help my clients. It's going to be amazing without really doing the homework, which it could be okay if you have the money for it. Mm -hmm. But, do you know if you have the money for it <laughs> or, yes. you know, do you really know you have the money for it? Did you out, did you budget your money? Did you allocate all the money that you have to where it should be mm-hmm. in where your money generating business is right? Yes. A lot of the times they're taking away from something that's creating the most income from them. They're taking it away and they're putting it into something that's not. Mm-hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. They're like draining themselves without knowing it because it's like, oh, money's coming in. Like what's going on? Where's my
0: money at? Yeah. And it's hard. (laughs) It's really hard. And I think for a lot of creatives, a lot of people that I talk to, especially in the first two to five years of business, there's this anxiety that's like, how do I know what's coming in? One, if you're tracking it, you know, but two, it's like, how do I set a budget if I don't know what my projections are. And so I actually have an answer to that question. So for any of you who are sitting here and you're listening, you're like, how do I make that? I, there's an episode that went out on January 28th and it's all about like, how do I set a budget if I don't know how much I'm going to make next month? So if that is your first, like, you're talking things like budgets and like cash flow, and I don't even know if I can pay rent next month or I don't know if I am going to be able to play my subcontractors. Whatever those I don't know questions, definitely head on over to that episode because I think that's a really good base for some of the conversations we're having here to just like thinking about like expenses and cash flow in a, in a way that's going to make sense to you and help you break that down. Yes, absolutely.
1: I definitely agree with that because this this is not going to be enough time. We could go into like several podcasts just talking about that.
0: (laughs) For sure. Okay, so we have the person, category one, right, is they bring in the money and then they spend it right away because it's like something they want or they see could be Valuable, or they're excited about, and none of those are bad. So don't shame spiral here. I would say in my well, I haven't seen the other categories, but my natural category is category one. I have to practice a lot to not do that. But the category is like, I have money in my bank account, and I have this great idea. So how do I like make it happen? Money facilitates it, but not always analyzing the whole through. Um, like is it is this money coming from the thing that I'm now supporting? Like seeing like, well, this program or this process is making money, but I'm spending it on this other thing that's actually like losing money. So how do I like shift that to spending money where on the thing that actually makes you money?
1: So that's why we say tracking is so important. Mm -hmm. If you you track all your money, everything is in its own category. You can automatically see at a glance you know what where's what's your money maker mm-hmm. you know and, and who's draining you so that you can say you know what got to get rid of this because mm-hmm. it is just draining
0: me it is it makes no sense to have it yeah bye <laughs> yeah cuz our goal here guys right to remember is to thrive and thriving a thriving creative is not spending money time and time again on something that one, doesn't bring them joy anymore because they're working so hard and they're seeing little to no returns. And two, we're not doing it in a place that just isn't making sense. I'm not telling you to give up. I'm saying, let's look at what is bringing you profit. If that thing that's bringing you profit doesn't feel good, like it doesn't actually bring you joy, then let's tweak it. Let's figure out how to make it do it. But you're not going to thrive. You're going to constantly be in that hustle place. If you are building businesses just based on like this is fun, but there isn't any money following it. And we don't want you to burn out. We don't want you to (laughs) like crumple up and like cry and die yeah. and all those things. No. And you're not alone because even me
1: as an accountant, mm-hmm. but I'm also a creative. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I have that mind. I am like super uh, sanguine. I am like all over. Let's jump on it. Let's mm-hmm. go have fun. Let's do it. It looks good. It's shiny. You know, my ADD kicks in. But again, if you know your numbers, You know,
0: if you can jump in. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have these conversations every single work week with my business management clients, like the creatives that I work with. And one of the things like, yeah, we talk about is like, great. That's a great idea. What time are you using to do that? And what money are you using to do that? And, uh, you know, a lot of time it's like, well, I don't know. And I'm like, great. Let's analyze that. Let's see if we have the resources right now. If not. Let's keep doing the thing that's making money. Tell which time we could do the other thing because every project you take on, and I wish I had known this early on and it took me a while to realize, but every project you take on has a runway. And the runway, how to say this without like slamming people. The runway is longer than most people that are trying to sell you something online says. Um. So <laughs> Just always, when you go to buy a program, programs are great. When you pre- go to hire a coach, definitely hear them, see if they have what you need. Like, I'm a coach, I do the strategy, all the things. But also, know sometimes, not all of them, some of us are actually pretty authentic. I actually try to like double, triple people's runway, like when I'm thinking about it, because I want them to be surprised how quickly they reach their goal. But That's because of my own experience and someone really not doing that with me and all the heartache that kind of came from feeling like I was a failure, which I wasn't. Just no one talked about the runway. So like you have to be able to financially support that runway. And one of the best things I ever did in business when I started my therapy practice, which was my first business, I took out a small loan from some friends that run a very, very small company where they loan money out. But to do that, I had to make a business plan and that sounds icky and scary, but really the heart of what the business plan was, was looking at those numbers and I said, okay, this is how much I'm charging. This is what my expenses will be. This is how long I predict based on what I know of the industry, how long it's going to take me to get to this many clients, how long it's going to take me to get to this many clients. And then there's like, people get better. So there's like whatever that word is for people falling off. And so we I laid out those numbers and, you know, it was really nice because I was able to say like, this is what I think the term of the loan needs to be. And then the great thing was, is it made me so comfortable because I had the money in my bank account. I didn't go to spend it because I started making money sooner. So I was actually able to pay off the loan a year and a half earlier than I thought. But I never had the fear every month that I couldn't make rent, that I couldn't afford the child care that I needed to have to kind of take the steps I needed to make. But I also knew that that money sitting in my bank account wasn't mine and that the goal was always to pay it off sooner. Um, so it was such a nice thing. But having that plan and understanding that anything you invest time in takes time, the runway is a real thing, don't don't try to just take off from, we're not helicopters. We're not helicopters.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And the key thing that you said was was planning. And you were mm-hmm. able to plan ahead. You were like, okay, this, I, I want to charge this.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: I need to make this amount. So how many clients do I have to have mm-hmm. charging this amount of money to mm-hmm. make this amount of money? Right. Yep. So those are the things that people don't talk about. It's almost kind of like tabloid. people don't talk about numbers or money, like, but they have to literally physically write it down. This is what I want. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now work backwards. How yep. am I going to get there? Right. So that's yes. important. A lot of people just don't do that. A lot of people don't do that because you're, you're going from, as a creative, you're going from an idea to Mm -hmm. you're dreaming this Mm -hmm. amazing, like paradise, like what's going to happen at the end of it, but you don't realize that ridiculous hike of the mountain that it takes just to get there. Yeah. Um, So yeah. (laughs)
0: And not to be scared or anything, we're not dissuading you guys, but we're just telling you, know your numbers. Yeah,
1: and it's not again. I'm sorry if I scared any of you, but you know what? To be honest, like I and I am an honest, honest person when it comes to if you ever talk to me on the phone and we talk about your business, I'm gonna you know shoot it straight with you. If you want to be an entrepreneur, it is not easy. Mm -hmm. It is not an easy ride. That's why not many people do it. But Mm -hmm. if you want to be successful and you want to do you know, you want, you know, you have something for people you want to change those worlds, those people world, no matter if it's 1% or a million people, you, you have to know your numbers. You have to know your numbers because what's going to happen is if you don't know your numbers, you're not going to be able to grow your business the way you need to, to change those people's world. So you're, you're just doing a disjustice to yourself
0: yeah is what it automatically just turns out yeah, that's so true and okay, so I'm gonna call this out because in the creative community, <laughs> some type of people shut down because like I don't run a business and I'm like, yes, you do freelancing yeah. is a business in disguise. a lot of states are changing a lot of rules. And, you know, I need to have um, Emily D. Baker back on to talk specifically because a lot of you live in states now that have rules very specific to freelancers. But at the end of the day, freelancing is running a business. And so if you have told yourself you don't need to pay attention to any of this because you're just a freelancer and all you're in it is to make the money, but you don't want to do the business side, then... You need to do something else because here's the thing. The choice is run a business, which you have state and local regulations around that financial and liabilities. And Emily talks a lot about that. I'll drop the, to that show notes like in her, like just how to get your business legit episode we did earlier this year or actually earlier last year. But what you need to know is like, if you've been telling yourself, you don't have to do this, you don't have to do the bookkeeping. You don't have to do that. That is not true. My dear, dear friends. So please stop putting yourself in the line of fire because you've told yourself you don't have to do any of these things. You do. The IRS expects it. The lots of other agencies expect it. So please, please please do the, (laughs) the state does IRS. If we're looking legally, there's other like licensing, like maybe your city has some licensing requirements. So just know, know it. Stop hiding behind the freelancing term. It's not doing you any favors, it's actually making it so you burn out and crumple up and cry and eat ice cream (laughs) in your bed way more often.
1: So, freelancers, I love the word freelancers. You kind of, you guys don't realize, you guys are like the hippie. Like entrepreneurs, right? You don't want to necessarily be termed as, you know, you just you just kind of want to have that freedom without like the huge responsibility. But guess what? You're an entrepreneur. So you, and even more importantly, because you're a freelancer, guess what? A lot of the times you get all these incentives. I someone hires you on, and they're like, "Hey, I need you to do that," and. You're like, oh, okay, great. And then you don't think about your expenses, right? You don't because a lot of times with freelancers, they get all these, you know, amazing amenities with this job, and you lose out on a lot of expenses. And guess what? You got a lot more taxes to pay. So Mm -hmm. you have to be you have to be very weary about that because if you are gonna make all this money and have no expenses, you are gonna to have to put away a percentage of that. I always say go high mm-hmm. um, and then play with it play with the numbers if you need to, but go at even as high as 30% of your profit and put it away. Yeah. You don't have to necessarily send it to the IRS right away. You can put it in a savings account and secure mm-hmm. interest. Um, I always tell my clients to do that. That's what I do personally. Just take 30% off the top of your profit. Okay? So that's minus expenses. So it's what you've charged minus expenses mm-hmm. equals your profit. Right. Yep. So that's, that's the percent that you want to, you want to um, charge. You want to take away 30% from there and put it away in your savings because mm-hmm. guess what you got to, you know, maybe you got, you know, free lunch out of it, or maybe you got, but those are, the, or you, you know, you got a, a free hotel day, mm-hmm. but guess, guess what? that's not an expense anymore because if you were comped, you were reimbursed yep. for that. Yep. So all this money you're getting, you're spending it without even thinking
0: about, oh, I have to put it away for taxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually just wrote a note. I will probably do a whole episode on freelancers and like that you are running a business and just thinking through these things because one of the main mistakes that I see creative freelancers make is that they don't take that fact into account when they are creating their bids. And so really, truly, you have to think from the moment you were creating the bid about that fact, like factor in that you have to pay additional taxes, like a a lot higher rate than maybe a traditional like nine to five employee, because you're playing both the employee and the employer side of that tax rate. So just making sure that when you are doing your bids, you are taking that into account. So there's a couple really main ideas that I have that I'd like to go over with any of you that view yourselves as freelancers, which is like, I I love the hippie entrepreneurs. That's like a really great example of that. It's like entrepreneurial is like a dirty word because it's like we're out to get the money. And I'm like, what are you out to get freelance? Pers- <laughs> And they're like, I'm in it for the passion and not to pay my bills. And I'm like, that's what I'm in it for too. I just would like more money and savings. So, Thank you. Thank you. Anyways. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we've covered so many amazing things and I know we could go on. So, so much resources and so much education. So, tell people if they're like, holy moly, I don't think I actually have a plan in terms of my money. I don't know where my money's at. I'm like just being honest, like I'm not sure where my money is at. How can they come have you not only support them whether you teach them how to do it or they do it you, you do it for them or just go through some of your free resources to really figure out where they're at so they're not sitting here freaking out right now and going, "I don't know. I'm going to go hide in my bed and eat some ice cream." <laughs>
1: okay so i have exciting news i am officially announcing it here with you today i am opening up a facebook group specifically Mm -hmm. for entrepreneurs just like you so a lot, I, this group is for entrepreneurs who struggle with their bookkeeping finances mindset. This is a place that they get to stop DI hacking their books, okay? They are not DIYing their books. They are DI hacking their books and actually turn their chaos into cash with me as I give you all the tools to transform your worries and stress while giving back your time, putting your money where it needs to be. And guess what? That's great. Yay! Please. Absolutely free. And it it's absolutely free. It's gonna be a Facebook group called You ready for it? It's, so duh, duh. Cute. <laughs> it's called it's called in Powerhouse Mama.
0: Yes. Mind your
1: mind. So Powerhouse Mama, Mind Your Money, I am going to, right now it is January 23rd, right? So my goal is to open it by Monday, which is, what date is Monday? Bear with me, the 27th.
0: So, so January, it will be way open, like a month and a half open. There'll be so much fun, yeah. free, amazingness going on in yes. there before you all even hear this episode.
1: Exactly. So I'm opening it up here in January. I'm going to have all the tools and resources. I am going to be giving um, workshops where I, you're going to see my beautiful face live, Woo. going step by step on how you can use your spreadsheets um, in order to keep this organized and take Take that the, just a small amount of time 20 minutes a month to do your bookkeeping and not stop pushing it aside and it will save you money in the long run because not only are you going to have your books you know prepared for tax time right so your tax person all oh, you are going to be like it's here here's my sheet and just do my taxes so that'll save them save you money because it's mm-hmm. saving them time right That's one. And two, you know what your money looks like and you know where to put invest your money in and when can you expand, when can you scale up, all of that fun stuff. And you're going to get it in one place. And that's Powerhouse Mama. And it's going to be a Facebook group specifically for you guys. I'm so excited about it. You can do that. You can also, I am a co-founder of Strategic Books. So strategic strategic bookkeeping is um it's a place where I do all my bookkeeping and taxes. I um, I'm a co-founder with my amazing sisters. So you can always go to my website to contact me at strategicbooksllc.com. It's spelled exactly how it sounds: strategicbooksllc.com. And you can um, contact me directly from there. My email, phone number, all of that is on there. We can book a meeting, do some one-on-ones.
0: I always do free consultations to speak with you and help you guys out. If you're a mom in the group, go to the group. Um, If you're not a mom, like you're not a female or you're not a whatever, there's lots (laughs) of different ways. Um, Because, yeah, we have such a variety of listeners. So definitely guys know that you don't just have to be a woman, Um, (laughs) only parts that have had children or have (laughs) – connected with the children and now we're raising them. So go check that out. All the info is in the show notes. So you don't have to write all that down. Okay. So as we wrap up, I want one, you've given so many already. So like just one (laughs) really quick tip, but I don't want this to be like, track your receipts or whatever. What is one thing that you feel like, Every creative needs to check in their mind about their money if they're gonna be prepared for tax time and just like knowing where their money's at what's that mental tip you got
1: So I would say if you tracker says no I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're okay so my biggest thing is knowing what's coming in right you you're you get excited what's coming in mm-hmm. okay what are you paying for tax time? Like do the numbers yourself so that you Mm. are prepared. You are prepared. And it's as simple as taking your profit amount. Okay. Your Mm. profit amount and, and subtracting a 30% up to 30%, 30% Mm -hmm. is high. And and that would maybe scare you, but maybe it won't because at the same time, you're going to, at the end when you get your taxes, you're like, Oh, I thought I was going to pay X amount and I'm only paying, you know, Mm -hmm. this. So that's, you know, you, you might get scared in the beginning, but then it's going to be a release because you're not going to have to pay as much, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But that's what I that's what I would recommend. I would recommend, don't be surprised. So just, you know, keep track of your profit. If you can at mm-hmm. least keep track of your profit and take away, save that money for your for tax side, mm-hmm. put it away, do not, like learn to live without that money. Yep. <laughs> okay. Learn to live. So, for every $100 you make, you have $30 aside, and guess what? Live off the rest. You know, live off your $70. Yeah. That's yeah. it. It's really not that hard.
0: Yeah. So, and one of the things that I heard in there is just like there is a power in that process because you have to learn to deal with your own money mindset, like fear. I think a lot of times we make unadvised financial decisions because we're scared. We're scared that the next hundred dollars won't come in after this one. So we were like, well, if I put away 30 now, what happens if the next hundred or the next thousand or the next 10,000, wherever you're at in your business. And so mentally just practicing kind of daily abundance to say, no, I know I'm doing the things that are going to get the next hundred. So I'm not going to even let myself flinch about putting this $30 away Because if you do, if you flinch about doing it, you are accepting fear and then you are constantly looking for fear. Our brain looks for what we practice. And so by just doing this really simple, like putting the money aside, you're like shifting your whole mindset about money because you're like, no, I'm not going to live in scarcity. I'm not going to live in fear. I'm going to live in reality. Like. I got to pay the government taxes. They don't. There's nothing that you can do to get out of that. Like if you yes. live here, you pay taxes. So, like, let's just accept. Just count on <laughs> up, and taxes. <laughs> exactly. So I don't want you all to die, but I do want you to pay your taxes. So, right. So and just that know that. Yeah. True. Yeah, we're absolutely. practicing that. Mindset.
1: mindset is mm-hmm. huge, and in powerhouse mama mindset. <laughs> Being mindful of your money is so so important, and we practice that all the time. You will you will get that because throughout the entire time, and I, we will always talk about mindset and money because a lot of times people are, are scared that, and even scared to like know what to put a price. And I bet you, you work a lot with people like how to price what you're getting
0: oh yeah um, i have a, f- a whole guide on it a whole free training right how to, how to price! Love, <laughs> right
1: because of the fact that you know you have to have that great mindset and i and i mm-hmm. and i appreciate that more than anything it changes it definitely changes worlds for real.
0: yeah yeah because you can have all the pretty excel spreadsheets in the world but if you're not <laughs> willing to believe that the next hundred dollars coming in you're going to make poor financial decisions So thank you so much for joining us here today, giving us your time and your amazing wisdom. I encourage you all to go hang out with our awesome guests today, and I will talk to you all soon. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I really appreciate you for being a part of the movement that this show is built upon. Which is liberating creatives and artists from their feast or famine cycle so that they become creatives who consistently make money doing what they love without the hustle, bustle, and burnout that has sadly become common for too many building creative businesses. You are amazing for going against the status quo and choosing to be a creative who is defined by thriving instead of how many things you have to do on your to-do list today. If you haven't joined the movement yet, simply review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and share your review on Instagram Stories. By sharing and reviewing, you are helping way more creatives learn it is possible to make consistent money doing what you love without having to constantly hustle and struggle together we can change the landscape of being a creative and build the world we want for generations of creatives to come you are such a huge part of what we are doing here and i'm so grateful for you i will talk to you soon